Hello, Geraldine. Hi. Yes, uh, welcome to uh, this podcast, uh, Seodi Beyond 50, where, where I talk to a number of people uh, from Malawi and the continent and beyond to understand uh, some of the initiatives or activities they're doing and the thinking. And um, before you introduce yourself, I just want to tell the audience that uh, I invited you because you're a young lady who went to university, a very good university in South Africa. And uh, at the moment, you are now engaged in entrepreneurship. And from my understanding, that has been something that you chose to do, um, you know, con- considering that uh, the major part of the population, they usually go into em- employment. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your education, and then how you got into this entrepreneurship and what you're doing. Okay. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity to join you on your podcast. Um my name is Geraldine Nyamachiringa Mohango from Malawi. I did yeah. my secondary and high school in Malawi. Then I went to Monash yeah. University in South Africa, where I got a degree in sociology and also communication and media studies as my second major. Okay. Yeah. After yeah. graduating, I got a temporary job with a number of non-governmental organizations in Malawi as a research assistant whereby we were doing like research programs uh, different research programs in various parts of Malawi afterwards I did not want to get a permanent job I thought of becoming an independent leader by uh, doing business so I thought of going into business yeah so Mm -hmm. i can say i'm into business simply put i'm into entrepreneurship so before you did this um you went into business before you go and and talk about your business uh you you worked in the NGO sector doing or you know temporarily as a researcher um you know so basically what what motivated you, um, you know, to, to go into entrepreneurship? Having left that, was it you just wanted, or you tried to look for a job and then it didn't work out, or what? Oh, okay. Um, like I said, working with non-governmental organization was just like temporarily, but but by then yeah. I was also trying to look for jobs. Yeah, but then I couldn't yeah. find any. Yeah frustration that I decided to do my own things. I was like, okay, fine. I'm trying to look for a job but then I can't find any. So what next? Why can't I try to create my own job? But how am I going to create my own job? So I thought of starting a small business with the money that I got from the um, NGOs that I worked for at that time. Yeah, Because I was making some little savings for myself yeah so i decided to start a small business so the very first business that i did is i traveled to south africa because here in malawi like um we depend on like um other countries yeah yeah for like trade and all yeah so i went to, to south africa to get some stuff for sale and then i brought them here in malawi and then I was lucky enough that the sales went on very well. Yeah. So what sort of stuff would you buy from South Africa as a young woman, 
you know, traveling South Africa. What sort of stuff did you think of buying and, uh, you know, selling here in Malawi? Uh, okay, at that particular time when I was uh, thinking of my business, yeah, I thought of women. Women came into my mind. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, every woman wants to have a beautiful kitchen and all. So why can't I get a kitchen way and start selling to women? Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So like I said, uh, I was like lucky enough. The sales went on very well. I got like enough money. <laughs> that took my business on another level uh-huh. so it, with the profit that i made i was like okay fine this time around i think i need to add something on top of the kitchenware that i got from um south yeah. africa so uh-huh. i was like okay fine. this time around why don't i try another country yeah yes whereby i get kitchenware and also some other stuff to be part like of my business like yeah So I decided to travel to Dubai, yeah, Uh to get some electronic stuff, kitchenware, lady shoes, and bags. Right. Yeah, so when I brought the stuff, I was also lucky enough that I had customers. When I was going to Dubai, I had already taken some orders. Yeah, people had already given me some orders. So you had the ready market. Yeah, so you had the ready market. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think the sales also went on very well for me. That that year, I had to travel to Dubai twice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The demand was like very high. So the response from my customers was very well. Uh Uh-huh. That, yeah, it took my business like on another level. Uh Uh-huh. But then um, it kept on like that. Like I've been traveling to Dubai to get stuff, like bringing them here and sell them until this COVID-19 pandemic came came in. Yeah. Oh, the biggest store of the year. Yes. Exactly. I couldn't travel and I couldn't even order stuff online. Yes, it was very possible to order stuff online, but then for the stuff to get to me, yeah, yeah, it was like difficult. Yeah. So I was like, um, uh, I, I, I don't work. Uh, like I, I, I'm not employed. That I get like a monthly salary and all. I yes. depend on um for survival. So yes. what do I do next? So I've got this friend of mine. Of course she works, but then she was like, okay, fine. I work, but then uh, with this COVID nineteen pandemic also. It's like uh, at our workplace, business is not like, you know, yeah, looking that mm. Yeah, so why can't we partner and then come up with something else? And then we were like, okay, what what can we do? Like with this, you know, the way that um, the world right now is, you know, yeah. uh, affected by COVID-19 and all. So what is it that we can do to make money? So we thought of doing gift hampers uh-huh. for different occasions, yeah. Because we knew that um, there was a time that Malawi wanted to go into a lockdown, yes. yeah. So yes. we knew that people were not going to be able to go out to have fun like parties or go to weddings and all. But then we were like, okay, fine. 
people this shouldn't be like a challenge to to the people yeah we can support a smile on their faces by at least sending them a gift hamper or something yeah yes. so that they can feel appreciated and all by their friends or relatives so let's just start this business of uh, doing gift hampers we'll yes. be delivering them in people's homes like in a form of a surprise and oh yeah yes yeah so we agreed we signed a contract and we'll, so right now that's what we are into in we are doing gift hampers for different occasions birthdays weddings yeah anniversaries so you make people happy so your businesses you make you bring happiness to people bring happiness to people exactly yeah yeah so in the end like, covid has worked out in your favor would you say that exactly i i should think to covid-19 because it has been like a blessing to us yeah mm-hmm. because yes some people out there are like you know um worried uh about covid-19 because they've lost their jobs and all but to us it has been a blessing in such a way that we've been able to come up with an idea that we've been making money Yeah. as well as making people happy. happy in a difficult time such as this you know we uh, in Malawi we haven't been as badly impacted as the rest of the world particularly the the, the west and you know the east um uh, you know we our the impact so far hasn't been so bad but uh, people yes. have lost jobs anyway some people have lost lives but there's another story to yeah. covid that uh, the platform for has, has a spurred the uh, creativity i've seen such creativity globally and even here locally and this is a story of uh, using a, a difficult situation and made turning it into yes. a positive platform uh for growth i yes. would say yeah mm. yeah exactly yeah yeah so so yeah So okay so you've moved into this entrepreneurship space and you are a young woman and this is what you're depending on um is this a normal thing for people of your generation that you you go to a really good university your parents really invest uh, because Monash is a private university in South Africa it's not even a public university so obviously um you know the effort of your parents was really high and then you finish this good degree and then you go into entrepreneurship is this normal these days okay um like looking at the world right now yeah uh-huh. i think uh modern youth is extensively interested in pursuing entrepreneurship as a career path uh-huh. the reason why i'm saying this is because that i've i've seen like a lot of countries yeah they have like introduced uh, a course in entrepreneurship in their like some of their universities mm-hmm. they want people young people to be like independent leaders uh-huh. even here in malawi there are some like colleges and all that offer um fashion and designing yeah uh-huh. yeah like to they know that young women ladies like fashion and designing yeah uh-huh. so it's a way of like giving a chance to the young women to pursue like a course in fashion and designing so that like in the future they can be like their own bosses and create jobs uh through um uh, fashion and designing uh-huh. Uh-huh. so to me i think like 
the modern youth are more into this career path of being independent than what our parents told us before like we grew up with that mentality whereby our parents told us to go to school mm-hmm. get educated yes. get that degree and then afterwards you should get a good job yes but nowadays that is not the case i think people now they are they want to create their own jobs yes and get money so that they can also contri- they can also contribute to the economy of their country by reducing the number of um unemployment yeah yeah like yeah. in the case of malawi, in the case of malawi i can say the number of unemployment is very high I very high so. yeah yes yes it, it it is very high so i think if uh, we can have more programs on entrepreneurship i think that can really help like in reducing the levels of unemployment so the other thing that i want i really want to achieve with what i'm doing right now with my friend yeah mm-hmm. we want to inspire the youth particularly uh, young women yeah so that when they look at us they should say oh okay one day i want to be like geraldine geraldine went to school like a very good school in south africa mm-hmm. but then when she came back she didn't want to work for any company why is that so because she thought that creating her own job was more important than job seeking mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i want to plant that mentality in the youth and the young females that it is better to create jobs than to seek a job and there are several ways of like creating jobs nowadays yeah. only that we want to be creative yeah because entrepreneurship is all about being creative i mean being creative and um innovative those are the main factors that drive entrepreneurship yeah and being disciplined i think uh this is something that uh, needs to emphasize because from what you have told me from the transition you've made you know you start you know this business from south africa then you get into dubai then you do the pivoting mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. you know this cara booms your business uh which is for gift hampers yes. i think it also needs uh discipline to be able to pivot at the right time and uh so that you, you know the the entrepreneurship is sustainable exactly yeah yeah because some people think it's magic and i think this is something you need to emphasize that <laughs> it's not magical it's actually rough um you know exactly yeah yeah exactly yeah. so yeah, yeah. so like out there who's listening to me um it doesn't matter whether like the person is malawian or of like another from another country yeah what mm. i can say is uh i think right now the best way is to create your own job yeah like owning your own business may prove to be a remarkable idea nowadays yeah even because if you want to like um look for a job these days you need to have connections mm. if you don't have connections nowadays then you are doomed it's very rare oh. to to present that best degree and land the interview just like that i think these days people rely on networks and uh, that unfortunately that disadvantages uh those people who don't have networks and uh, it's important that people take on the system and do their own thing create their own way of surviving sooner or later the system will have to respond to that 
Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I would I would encourage one to go to school, yes, get educated, and the knowledge that they will get from 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 the university that they are like going to, they should uh, at least uh, invested in trying to create jobs on their own, uh-huh. and in such a way, they will also be able to create uh, job opportunities for other people who will be working for them. So and, and in uh, that I like way, that point, uh, Geraldine. Before you continue, uh, it's about you know creating opportunities. People think, particularly young people, would like to think that uh, getting into business is about them making money. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, I think the money, yes, will come, but it should the mentality yes. should be of service. So creation of employment yeah, exactly. is a service. Uh, mentality it should mm-hmm. give the returns on their own but it should not be i'm getting this because i want to make money exactly yeah like in my case yeah with carabums i can tell you that what we agreed with my friend was that um if we make a, a gift hamper 10 percent of it we contributed towards community development like uh we, we have we identified like an orphanage oh really where we, where we contribute that 10 percent to so to the people out there that are listening to they should know that whenever they are like giving carbons um business they should know that they're also contributing to an orphanage that we guys are working yeah. with the we, we are contributing money to that orphanage and what orphanage did you choose Hello? Hello, what orphanage did you choose? Your dog is making noise, oh, okay. so the, our listeners are also listening to the dog, but that's okay. Uh, what orphanage did you choose? Okay, uh, we chose an orphanage in Chihuahua. Uh-huh. The reason why we chose Chihuahua is because Chihuahua uh, is where, like, um, in times of, like, floods and warriors, that yes. that place uh, gets um, affected more. Yeah, it yeah? gets really flooded a lot. Yes, yeah, it gets really flooded a lot. So, so we thought of like uh, going to Chikawa and chose uh, this orphanage. It's called um, Saopa Orphanage. Saopa Orphanage. Yes. yes. Yeah. Chikwawa uh, is based for our listeners. Uh, Malawi um, has uh, three regions, north, south, and and central. It's based in the southern tip of the country, which tends to flood a lot because it's where our biggest river, the Shiri River, uh, exits out all the way down uh, to Mozambique, which eventually gets into the Indian Ocean through the Zambezi. So, this is the region, and it's it's very hot and arid. So this is the region yes. that Geraldine has uh, and her friend have chosen as part of their community support. And I think this is such a good yes. idea, Geraldine, that um, um, you know already at, at a young level of your business, you've already are uh, dedicating something to the community. And I think in a country like ours, 
it's uh, actually a responsibility that we all have. Uh, the country is not the richest country on earth, so you know, any small way in which we can help our communities is always very important, and it's very impressive that you, you're already doing that. Yes. Mm, mm. So be- before we go, yeah. I just wanted to understand that what did your parents say when you told the mom that I've decided to go into entrepreneurship? Okay, um, I'll be very honest with you, yeah? Yeah. When I told them, they were very upset. They were very <laughs> upset with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think they were thinking of all the resources that they had spent on me, like yes. sending me to South Africa, and I spent like three years there. Yeah. Yes. yes. South Africa, yeah. So when I told them that uh, um, um, I want to start my own business, they were not very happy because they were expecting me to like get a very, very good job. <laughs> yeah. Get a company car, a desk, exactly. a, you know, a exactly. post office, all the things, the trappings. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. they were very, yeah. very upset with me. But then I was like, uh, okay, fine. I know you're very upset with me, but then I know one day I'm going to make you proud by the decision that I've like made. Yeah. Because by the end of the day, it's about you. Uh-huh. It is about me. Yeah. You did your part. You did it yes. Now I've got to do my part. Well. So I yes. think it's best for me that I venture into, into a career that I think is going to make me happy. I'm going to make money as well as um be happy at the same time. Yeah. So you don't have to worry. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you don't That's have right. to worry about it. Yeah. I'm gonna make you one day, yeah. I know. So I know I think <laughs> what did they say now? <laughs> I think um <laughs> until this COVID nineteen pandemic came in, I think that's when they realized that yes. uh okay, what, what, what the, the career path that she chose was the best because right now yes. like lots of my friends they have lost jobs, yeah. I have got friends going to school yeah. and then they decided to stay like uh in South Africa. Some went to other countries to work, but then because of the COVID nineteen pandemic, yeah. But they ended up losing their job. Yeah. 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 They were sent back. Same. It's a difficult time. They were sent back mm. home. So I think with this, I, I, I could say, um, again, I would like to thank COVID 19. It came as a blessing to me as a way of convincing mm-hmm. my parents mm-hmm. that uh, the path that I chose, yeah, and also make me do being something mm. that they wanted me to be. Yeah, without even employed yeah. at an uh, uh, driving a Porsche car, uh, like being a boss at a certain company, I can be my own boss, make my own money, and still make them proud. Yeah, that's good. And I think it's a it's an affront to our education system, which is tailored to keep us working. It's an affront to our cultural expectations, which is tailored to respect only those who are working and not those who are trying to make a life out of themselves through entrepreneurship. So it's all an affront to everything that we know about. And, uh, uh, you know, as somebody who comes from that, that old generation, I'll be hitting 50 and I'm learning so much from all of you. I just want to congratulate you and to encourage you. 
Um, I, I've seen some of your uh, uh, posts yes. about Carabooms. I think it's a very Thank beautiful you. business. And uh, all I can say to you is uh, keep going. And Thank you all so the much. All right, then. Okay, Geraldine, uh, we'll sign off here. Uh, our listeners, you can find this recording at seodiwhite.com and also on any podcast that you subscribe to. All right, then. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.